<laughs> Cunt. <laughs> Starting <laughs> off strong. Yep. <laughs> ah. In a hazy room. Story time. On Story the casting couch. Time. Story time. Story time. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, your host, Gavin. I, your co-host, Justin. I, that black kid, Andrew. There, there's also <laughs> another story about why you're... Actually, why are you, are you named TBK? Because somebody kid? decided to call me that one was, day was, and it stuck. Was it Pat? It was Pat. It was definitely Pat. It was definitely That's Pat. That's a Pat thing to do. It's, yeah. Or was it Pat? It wasn't me. TBK. It was Pat. It was Pat. It wasn't Michelet. It definitely wasn't Michelet. Because she was also the other black kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so TBK. Anyways, yeah, that's... Uh, Had a lot of nicknames. That's probably the best one. Probably. probably. Well, so, happy Wednesday, everyone. Hope you're getting over that hump, or you're about to get over the hump. You should be on the downhill you're, slide now. You're on that hump. Mm. Moving forward. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what just get it all the way in your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. Somebody please help me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Justin, how's the business? Business is slowing down a little bit, but there's a couple good things that happened today. Although it cost an arm, a leg, and a dick. Um, my website's live. Cost your dick? Was it your dick? No. Someone else's dick? No. I had to go dick forging to, you know, I had to like, you know. Find a wild dick and find a wild dick. A wild Richard. A wild Richard, yes. His name was Chad. <laughs> what a Chad. What a Chad. Chad Anyways, was a Richard. So website's Richard up. was a Chad, either way. So um, your official Chaos Theory website is live. Yes, it is live. It's chaostheoryutah.com. Cool. Um, Congratulations. So, yeah, yeah it's all going. It's the first jump, like the first legitimate advertising expense that I've had. So, What can we expect on the website? What are we looking at? Um, you're looking at a computer screen. That'll, yeah. Yeah, usually, that'll do yeah. it. Or, or a phone. Um, or a, or a phone. Yeah. It's got a little bit of everything right now. It's, I, I had it built instead of doing a template just because it was a little nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's effectively got, it, it's a homepage. It's got an Instagram feed from my Instagram. Um, it has, um, good explanations of basically every bit of my services as well as starting prices. With, with an asterisk next to it that's say this is a starting price mm-hmm. I had to, that was one of the things I had to very explicitly make sure was included in there because people get triggered I'm sure they do because I show up and their pile of shit with four gallons of milk spilled in it and they're thinking it's going to be like $80 and I'm like honey honey <laughs> honey honey sweetie pie <laughs> <laughs> no my little pumpkin I'm my sorry little pumpkin I don't your your card be $80 an hour yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. but fuck yep um but yeah it's all functioning it's got uh descriptions of all my services ways to contact me you know all the normal shit you find on a website sure uh it's pretty simple right now but it'll kind of grow with time that's the other advantage i wanted to do is with using these guys that i'm using which um shout out to my buddy spencer halford who i went to high school with and his company halford social pros they're the ones that built it for me um it's basically like i'm subscribing because they do everything they do 
maintenance, security, they'll do SEO, hosting. hosting, and making sure it stays at the top of Google. And on top of that, if I ever need to add something to it, I just send it to them and they do it, and it's up and running that like, day. And yo, dog, I need this thing to happen. Yeah, I want to so add on to it. That's so basically, awesome. I, I paid them a set price to build it, and then now it's a monthly monthly fee, basically a service fee. Okay. You know, so that basically anytime I need anything changed or added, I just send it to them and it's done. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's great. Nice. Good so, stuff. yeah. No, I'm really excited about it. It's a big first step. It makes it feel official. Second step is we're still looking, but I'm hoping to have by the end of this month a shop. Ooh. We'll see. Yee. Getting spicy. It's all money. Um, <laughs> it's only money. It's only money that's bleeding out my ass right now. It's all yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Just gonna put a cork in it and you know just wait for it to explode. <laughs> Later on, you can try to just shove it back up there once you're once you're in the money, you know. Yes, but, shove yeah. the blood back. Uh, funny side note in on there. April Fools. <laughs> the disgusting, yet approving look on Andrew's face. Yeah. <laughs> funny story. I actually had a friend that was having um, bowel problems on April Fools, and a different friend brought bought him a legit cork. <laughs> Wow. Legend. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a Chad move. Legend. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking Chad move. Shout out to all the Chads out there. Oh, they're all, all the Chads. They're great. Anyways, so moving on. That's what's going on with Chaos Theory right now. It's going great. Awesome. Um, Good shit. But I found something interesting earlier today that I really wanted to kind of touch on. It was piggybacked off of a post of a gentleman's Porsche Speedster that got stolen. Um out in Malibu this week. And, or sorry, it was Monterey, my bad. Um, basically it was his dad's dream car um, and somebody had just stolen it at the car meet, just straight up somehow fucking walked into it and just driven off with it. It's not that hard with older cars. Yeah. You, you know, you really can, even if they're fully restored, just fucking yeah, wire just... them with three wires and you're good to go. So as I was scrolling through the comments, there was this story, which was actually even more interesting because it's like, okay, that happens. People's cars get stolen. It's out in broad daylight. There's not a top on it. There's a lot of, you know, and you're at a car meet. If you just look like you know what you're doing and just kind of walk in and him and his dad are out probably checking out of the cars. It's not that hard. This one intrigued me, though. So this is a story from about five years ago. Um, guy responds. His name's Charles. He's like, I've been there, I've done that with the car being stolen, I know the pain. I had an 83 SC Cabriolet that was, quote, surgically extracted from my property in Leipzig, Germany. So he's saying he's 90 minutes east of the Poland and Czech Republic border. So he's, or sorry, he's 90 minutes to the east border of those two countries. Mm -hmm. um, the police report filed after all was said and done said there was a no way that this could have been accomplished with anything less than five people. Jeez. Four people working on it and a transport driver. Jeez. So, they methodically disassembled two sections of our security fence on the property. Um, they're cast iron sections with, you were know, they cut? with Loctite fittings. No, they were just Take disassembled. Mm -hmm. Wow. Elect they electronically read our security system access to the garage and, and then rolled the 911 out into the, the breach in the fence. So, and he basically, he responded to one comment saying that we were on vacation at the time and they fooled even the house security system. So it didn't trigger any alarms and it also didn't trigger the cameras. Jeez. Wow. So 
um, they this, then this is before like live streaming your mm-hmm. garage or anything before the ring yeah systems yep and so he said they then realized that a 90 year old oak tree prevented them from pushing the car down to and through the fence because he's and he says we lived on about a half acre and it was a little would have been a little bit of a walk down a hill you know not in the driveway obviously they'd yeah. be pushing it just on the grass to get there um, so they <laughs> excavated another two meters of fence with post and concrete. Wow. What? They then <clears throat> pushed the 9-11 400 meters to an access road that ran along the back of the property along the river. The car was then loaded into a container truck and gone. What? And he, he just says, if they want it, they will get it. Police were stunned with all the time and effort put into the scenario. And... Although nobody has first-hand accounts, they were sure that this was a well-planned enough scenario that they had all of this done in under an hour. Jesus. And he said, good luck with your recovery efforts. All the best. Wow. So does insurance step in and say, to, like, write him a check? Mm-hmm. He says insurance did pay out on it after, you know, like, obviously they do, they do due diligence. I mean, there's the homeowner's yeah. insurance, too, that he has to, you know, repair all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so he did that as well. But yeah, he, you know, and that's why he said the police report literally says surgically extracted. I mean, that's some Nicolas yeah. Cage gone in 60 seconds shit yeah. right there. Oh my God. Mixed with Ocean's Eleven. So, so you think about this. So you have, you know, it's basically the, so here's house and driveway. And they basically pulled it out of the garage and went down grass on this side, just straight for the fence. This right is there. great for an audio only podcast. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. I know. I'm just demoing for you guys. Sure. So. You know, they pull it out of the garage, turn to the right, and just go down this hill till they reach his fence. And that's the fence that they took apart on, like, just the back left edge of his property. Sure. And, you know, if you think about that, like, you've got, you know, probably three guys going there, probably just using hand tools to be quiet, quickly just boom, 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 boom. This is in the middle of the night? Um, he I didn't presume. say, actually. It, I feel like it kind of has to be. I, I'm assuming it would Can't be. do that shit in broad daylight. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it would be. So, you know, just yank all that shit off, yank two sections of fence out with their concrete posts. Because, yeah, they're bolted together at the top, but they're still concreted into the ground. Yeah. So you still have to dig them out. Foundation. Huh? Foundation for a fence. And then just yeah. fucking get like three of you and eat that shit out of the ground. <laughs> eat that mother. And then realize you have to eat another two sections after you get the car down the damn hill. Oh, my gosh. But. Yeah, and then just fucking throw it in a container and Sounds off you like go. Sounds like Grand Theft Auto with extra steps. Pretty much. So I don't know if I just, I mean, if I missed it at the beginning or like, this was just a 911. Right? 911 SC, so yeah. I mean, the SC was that generation between 78 and 84. Okay, so, but it's an air-cooled car. Air-cooled an cars. An air-cooled have, 911. They've in, gone up in value, but, I'm, but they're battling. Uh, what year was this? Did this he said happen? about five years ago. Okay, they're cool, but here's they, the they, thing. They were valuable five years ago. But they, here's the thing: it's a 911, a fairly standard 911. Yeah, in but Germany. The, so in I mean, Germany, it's also a cab. Yep. There aren't a lot of those that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, anecdotally, that's probably fifty grand. Yeah, so it's it's a mildly worthwhile car. Yeah. It, it's not. It's no crazy. You know. Um, a one of one mm-hmm. crazy something or other. But you know, or, it's or a, a nine six four turbo worth, RS, whatever. Worth the effort, I guess. Depending Jeez. on who's I mean, for. Yeah. I mean, what? fuck. If you get fifty grand, I mean, I think that's worth the effort. Yeah, fifty grand for that thing. For <laughs> then, depending if it's like really low miles, then it's even more. Yep. Yeah. 
Jeez. To the right person, it could, that could, in theory, be worth between 40 and 60. Damn. That so. is... It's like yeah. some Italian job level shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, kind of. That's, that's like... That's what I tell people. Obviously, it's still, it's different with this, but like... That's what I tell people when they, you know... Either I'm talking about it, we're talking about it, or they ask, like, what should I do to protect my motorcycle? And I'm just like, dude, if they wanted enough... They will, they will lift, fucking they will get lift it. it up and put it on a truck. Right. Because a heavy motorcycle, like a crotch rocket, is 400 pounds. You could get... Harleys are 700. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, no one's, no one's stealing a Harley. Let's no, be real. But, 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 <laughs> I'm using that as an extreme, yeah, right? Yeah, as an extreme. 700 numbers. pounds. You can get... That's seven guys. That's 100 pounds a person. You could lift that up and just move it. Mm-hmm. So, you could lock the handlebars. You can put it... You can lock the wheel. You can put it in a safe. You can do whatever. If somebody wants it bad enough, no security system mm-hmm. is going to keep it safe. No. Oh, no. No, there's there's a reason that, like, you know, they have people have barbed wire fence around shit. I mean, we, let's see. Fuck, people, like, go in and steal semis and shit when they haven't ever driven one. Like, if they That's want it. That's crazy. If they want it, they will fucking try to get it. Jeez. It doesn't matter. Like, Jeez. there was, um, there was one where um, a, couple, a couple months ago, actually, a bike disappeared out of my garage somehow. Like a pedal bike? Yeah. Huh. But it was a $1,000 pedal bike. It was a sure. very fancy yeah. BMX yeah. Um, that, was, that belonged to one of the people that I rent to. And we had no clue how it had happened. Well, what had happened is somehow in between the time of... Um, I, I, I had moved it out of the garage to do a couple things in the garage, and it was only out for about an hour. And as I went to go finish everything up for the day and put it back in, it was gone. Yeah. Jeez. So, you know, it, and my neighborhood's very safe. That was actually very rare for that That's neighborhood. R- yeah. Um, so my guess is it turned up the next day down the street. My guess is it was probably one of the kids. Okay. That's just doing something stupid. You know, but people look for crimes of opportunity. Like, I'd say the best theft prevention, you know, speaking to your guy, the truth is, is that if they want it, they will get it. However, most crimes are, most, you know, people that are going to commit a crime are generally pretty lazy. They want to spend as little time as possible, understandably so. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, you know, the best way to prevent, like, in a shop situation, when I worked at a shop, my tools from getting stolen is lock the toolbox. That prevents like 80 to 90% of issues. Sure. The last 10% is going to be the people that, oh, well, I, I, I'll still fucking take it anyways. I'll just take the box. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that's the thing is you get to those extremes where, you know, the, you have people that practically do this for a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are pretty goddamn methodical about it. Um, I've had, you were talking about a bike that was stolen. Yeah. I had uh, a K2 uh, mountain bike. Yeah. That was stolen twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yes. So the first time I was at Utah State, uh-huh. uh, back in this is still in 2011. Uh, I was living at what was known as the Living Learning Center. It was based. It sounds like a another fucking school, but it it's just a, uh, a collection of dorms. Gotcha. Really, um, a, a dorm complex, as it were. There's like five different buildings or whatever, and they had had its own little uh, alleyway that like went this or courtyard rather that went like in between each building, and it was on top of this parking terrace that overlooked all of Cache Valley. 
It's a, be- a beautiful, like a really nice place to live. Yeah. Uh, pretty safe on college campus in Logan, Utah, right? What could possibly go wrong? So there's a, a locked up bike room uh, at the ground level, basically next to the front door of each of the buildings. Also, there was a bike rack in front of that uh, locker room. And so I had my bike on the rack because why would I have to lock up my bike in Logan, Utah on a college campus? <laughs> and so, and, and this is back when I was uh, smoking cigarettes and being dumb. And I was on, uh, it, like in the, on the courtyard overlooking um, the, uh, just overlooking Logan. It was at night. The city lights were out and I was just having my cigarette, whatever. And uh, due to the, the nature of the rusty chain on my bike, it would have a little click, 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 click. And so I heard it from, this is probably, I don't know, like 110 yards, 100 yards or so. And I turn around and I see someone like starting to ride my bike. I'm like, I'm like, that's my bike. Like, well, hold up, that's that's no one else's bike. That's definitely mine, and I am not on it. So something's happening. This is a problem. And so I turn around, and I uh, not barked like a dog, but I just barked. The dude was like, "Hey!" <laughs> and he uh, turned and dropped the bike. And just ran <laughs> into the night he went. Oh my god! And I go walk over, and there it is, my bike on the ground. I'm like, Nito, I'm gonna get this in the locker room now. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely changing. So that's in 2011. Fast forward to, it would have been 2017. I think it was 2017. Uh, I was living at the Taylorsville house, actually. Oh, yeah. This is going to make you feel real nice and safe. Yeah. <laughs> so safe. So uh, I was living in this house that was like a split-level house. So you walk in the front door, and it's like a half set of stairs up to the living room and a half set of stairs down to a lower level, which had uh, two bedrooms, of, like a washing room, like for uh, laundry and shit, and like a bathroom. Um and then the garage was to the left of uh, the rest of the house. And with the garage, there is the garage door. And there's another, you know, single person, you know, t- conventional door, door yeah. uh, on the backside. And for some reason, that door on the backside wasn't locked. And so, the, and the, all of this happened um, without anyone knowing. And we kind of woke up the next morning to all of this um someone had broken in to the backside of the garage through that door and there's a door that goes from the garage internally into uh this bedroom which is where uh my a friend of mine who owned the house was sleeping at like two three in the morning whatever mm-hmm. and um they broke in stole his phone and stole his wallet. What? Uh-huh. Under his nose while he was what? sleeping. Yes. Wow. I can't make this up. And so they no, also... No. Uh, my bike is on is hanging on a we- like single wheel. Like, yeah. On yeah. a hook. And uh, 
with cars in in the uh, in the garage. Yeah. Still, two cars. It's a two car garage, uh, and like some other you know lawnmower and bikes and other other stuff. And they take my bike. Oh my gosh. And they go clink, 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 clink out of there. And they realize, wow, this thing's a hunk of shit. And they just ditch it <laughs> in the fucking neighbor's yard. Like oh front yard. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. My bike was such a piece of shit. It got stolen twice and dumped and, and abandoned. Dumped. Just just like me. And uh oh. and Feels uh, bad, man. <laughs> And it was actually so bad that when I moved out of that house into my current apartment, I didn't even take it with me. I was like, you know what? Just leave it. Just I'll like, let the boys have it if they really, really want it. I don't need this. I don't want I, it. I have a car. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> out. I actually just remembered another story where I was on the, uh, sort of on the thieving end of it. So this is not a story that's going to... Ha- did you happen to be in Logan... At about 10.30 at night at some time in 2011. <laughs> See, I would have been a junior or sophomore. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Did you happen to be in Taylorsville? <laughs> actually, yes. That actually happened when I knew you. So, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> your bike's a pile of shit. <laughs> oh, By the way, no. your, your boy was broke, too. I didn't get anything in the wallet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, pro- pro- probably not right. <laughs> probably not wrong. Oh so, you've heard me talk on this podcast before about my Audi S6, uh, my wagon, and how I, in the end of 2016, I hit a deer, wrecked it, and ended up buying a parts car to rebuild it. So when I went to pick up the parts car, I noticed that it was it had one wheel that was obviously the spare and it was full size but it was different than the rest had three tsws and one factory audi wheel oh okay so i'm like okay that's kind of fucking weird so i ask him where's the other wheel oh it's at my brother's house i used to live there um and you know we don't get along anymore so it's just you know it's just at his house i you know i blew this tire and i had to change over to a different one okay okay interesting is it can we get it back nope i'm not gonna talk to him okay um is there any way I can get the wheel? He's like, well, I'll, I'll give you the address and you can just, you know, you know, you can do with it what you please. So I was like, okay, well, what, like, give me some details. Like, is the guy going to fucking shoot me? Is the wheel somewhere where is I Is the can... wheel on another car? Yeah. Is like, what, what is it? He's like, I, when I left it, I left it on the back of the house and everything, you know, it's just like kind of around the corner. It's like, okay. So he gives me the address and, and it, I waited like two weeks. I, bought the car, brought it back up to my house, waited about two weeks before I did anything with it. And pulled up the address in Google Maps, looked at it. It's an older house in, uh, actually just north of here on 600 North. Oh, so Rose Park. Yeah. Okay, that's Uh accurate. Um, (laughs) Well, Rose Park, but this side of the bridge on the east side. So oh, not, so like really, just like really right, right here. Like in the in Marmalade District. And ironically, this is also the same place where actually around the corner from this when I was searching out this incident I, is where I found Nick's black sub for sale that we then eventually Funny. bought and everything. Anyway, so Funny. I went over there and I looked it up on Google Maps. Okay, there doesn't seem to be any fence. I drove by it once just randomly while I was down here. Okay, I'm going to do this. So a few nights later, I came back at about 3 a.m. 
dressed in all black, parked just like down around the corner. That's a, that's a super trustworthy uh, scenario of someone being dressed all black at three in the morning. Oh, oh. yeah, it's great. So I, I ran through. No crimes to be found here. Mm-hmm. Zero. I ran through and basically was just kind of slowly creeping up, scouting the house to make sure. I didn't really give a shit about a camera, but mainly making sure there's no lights that are going to pop on or shit like that. Okay. Um, to immediately alert anybody. There's still no fence. I'm kind of like, I don't even fucking know if this wheel's here. Like, this is what the guy told me, that this was like six months ago that he changed this wheel and apparently was just leaning on the back of the house. I fucking go around the corner. I'm like, look, and keep in mind, it's black. I'm not turning on a damn flashlight. And I see this glint on the back left corner of the house. Oh, my gosh. And there's the wheel. Wow. (laughs) Sitting right there. I fucking, at that point, I was like, oh, fuck. I just run. At that point, I'm like, I don't give a shit if anybody hears me. I run, grab it. Hoist it up, run out in front of the house, throw it in the back of at, <laughs> of the back of the stinger, and drive over. Oh, the stinger? No, 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 it wasn't the stinger. It was at that time. No, it was the sob. It had to have been. The it sob. was the sob. That because the stinger is a whole lot more recent than that. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, no. So this uh, when was the, this? No. Oh my god. It was That's the sob. Um, so I threw it in the back of the sob and just fucking peeled out and went down. I was like, whew. I repossessed property that's kind of mine, kind of not. That's sort of mine. <laughs> that should mostly. be mine. Yep. Yeah, That's was really supposed funny. to be included with my property, but was not because apparently family quarrels can't be gotten over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Then again, fast forward to just six months ago when I had my Tacoma, and the story comes weirdly full circle, completely unexpectedly, where I'm Ubering, and I pick up a bunch of guys from a bar. We're driving home, and I remember where I picked up that car was on 5600 West in Salt Lake. So we're driving down, and I realize, huh, this is oddly close to where I bought that car. And then we pull into the same fucking house. Whoa. Ah! Whoa. Okay, so then I start, ta- like, I start talking with him. I'm like, hang on, I bought a car from here about two years ago. It was an S6 that had a blown engine. And he's like, oh, that was my son. <laughs> and he's, I was like, wait, does your other son live up in like 600 North in Salt Lake? He's like, oh, yeah, that was my other son. They were living together for a while and they hate each other now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, no fucking way. That's oh, hilarious. Like, That's amazing. This weird full circle moment where this dude, and, and, and ironically, Honestly, all the family is kind of deadbeat status. Like, you can tell the dad has been through shit in the hell in a handbasket. And they're all, I mean, kind of the type of people that, you know, you're not going to associate with unless you're with their crowd. I mean, they're mostly into the really hardcore music scene. You can tell that they've all been through some shit. <laughs> kind of abrasive individuals, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, um, I mean, to give you an example, the guy that I picked the car up from, I mean, I think he went, he went through a whole pack of cigarettes while I was loading the car. Just... Well, then... Just, Dude, that's a fucking accomplishment. Chucking right there. That is honestly impressive. Like, chucking him. No, I was seriously impressed, too. I was like... Because when he took a drag, it was a solid, like, 10 seconds of just... And, like, half the cigarette was gone. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Fuck all for lungs, man. He's, yeah, he's that guy's That guy's body is a lung at this point. Yeah, jeez. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, like... It's the combination of everything. Not any one of these would be like that much of a throw, but like he's doing that, tatted head to toe, massive gauges, um, talks kind of like a little bit of a shithead. You know, like 
once you start to like put together all these puzzle pieces, you're like, oh, I can, I realize now why you bought this car because it was cheap, thinking you were taught, you know, hot shit, blew the engine because you didn't maintain it and changed the timing belt right. and absolutely fucking destroyed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ended up being your gain anyway, so. Oh, it ended up, I profited three times over on that car because I bought it for a thousand, sold the engine and drivetrain to Matt for 800, sold the interior for a thousand, mm-hmm. um, got all the parts I needed for nothing more than a thousand and then even recently i still sold the two doors just a couple months ago that i still had laying around Wow! (laughs) and the shell of that car is still owned by um, a friend of mine who's probably going to turn it into a trailer just like the (laughs) the just the the outer shell oh that's awesome wow it's still in salt lake just down the road but that's awesome and then i sold the shell for like 500 500 bucks too and then the wheels for like 200 but anyways, that's fucking yeah, funny. Weird that's full awesome. circle story of like how me buying a parts car to repair mine ended up me repossessing dash stealing a wheel from somebody's house and then giving an Uber ride to the dad of years both of later. the brothers. Yeah. Years later. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> I completely forgot about that until we just started talking about that and wow. I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Jeez. Hold the goddamn phone. Ugh. on the topic of stealing things. I, I mean, I didn't know what we were going to talk about for a Wednesday episode, but I think we found it. <laughs> yeah, or having things be stolen or attempt to be stolen. Well, yeah, and I think that's kind of the thing is that shit gets stolen, and there's just no way around it. And yeah. it's actually, with all the new cars, with all the key fobs and everything, it's been a hot-button issue on and off because people have code readers that yeah, can... Yeah, you can just hack into a car these days. Yeah, because there's no key. Yeah. Quote unquote, no key. There's no physical it's, it's key. Just, right. It's just, it's uh, just, it's a device to give the car a specific code that right. it needs to start. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need a key. It just needs some ones and zeros, and it'll whoop, go right over. Yep. Which is, yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of scary. You kind of end up wondering, like, yeah, it may be not physically hackable because you know if a key barrel's worn out enough, it's very easy to go up and jerry rig it and just fucking mm-hmm. pop it open. I did it all the time at Package Runner with trucks, you know, but with something like that yeah you have to have the knowledge of how to do it but if you have that you have the fucking world oh yeah or i mean some people you don't even need to have the knowledge of doing it there's devices that can just it's like a router just amplifies the keys um signal so you can just like walk up to a house where the key is inside and it will just boost it Mm -hmm. and cars unlocked you can start it drive off yep because once they're started here's the other thing is that by regulation they will not shut off. off Once yep. they're started, they keep running. You can forever. drive it indefinitely yep. until you turn it off. Until you turn it off, and then you have that a is, problem. But it's off. Yes. But so. I also found, speaking of that, so let's say you do that and steal the car. Ironically, it's not that hard to acquire a key for a almost new any key car. For a car. Yep. And what I mean by that is, you're a telling lot me of, this now, after yeah. the BMW. <laughs> yeah. Well. We just have to... Well, so here's the irony of that. I was surprised when they were like that because yeah. most... Could be, for the listeners at home, we did get in contact... We're trying to get in contact with the nearest by uh, BMW dealership and they were not having it. Yeah, well, they ba- well they basically just said we have to order it from Germany, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, but if you're able to get the physical key, it's not hard to get it reprogrammed. If oh, you, yeah. you can easily bullshit your way through that. I've done that so many times getting keys for cars. Most dealers don't do any kind of checks or anything because a lot of them don't have you in their system. Do you have like this other past that I don't know about? I know a lot of interesting things because I've helped a lot of people with Damn. interesting things. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a response. I've had to, um, I've had to find my way. 
Um, so on that bombshell, uh, thanks for listening to the Expeditionist Speed podcast. Justin's now been extradited out of the country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't hear from Justin again. For, well, for, well, I well. don't think we're legally allowed to say at this point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can uh, read between the lines on this one. Yep. <laughs> but uh, on Friday, we have. Are we going to play the Turtle Hunt game? Turtle hunt. I'm down for a turtle hunt. I'm down for a turtle hunt. Let's do a turtle hunt. Rad. Okay, cool. Uh, we will uh, talk to you all on Friday. Uh, and if you want to find us on our social medias, um, our Facebook and our Instagram have kind of been dead. But if you want to go look us up, it's Exhibition to Speed. We still appreciate the like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we do. Um, I need to find someone to like do that stuff for me. Just take care of it. Like, I'll create the content. You just put it out there. I know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy? I know a guy. Shit. Is he sitting right in front of us? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Different guy. He does well, you actually know another person? Is this someone I have to pay? Probably. Mm, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, well, if you don't want to pay, then yeah, I know a guy. Because <laughs> sadly, none of us I, in this uh, room are rich. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy that knows a guy. I know a guy that knows a guy has a dog. Good dog. No guy. I got a guy. Got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, until next time, I've been Gavin. I've been Justin. I'm TBK. Hey, and this has been the Expedition Speed Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Deuces.